This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. How you doing today? As part of our expert series, you know we bring on estate attorney, Rylas Dana. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Glad to be back here. We have an exciting topic today. Uh, and, and the beauty about having these expert series, I don't know if my listeners know, uh, but I actually learn something every time. And we're about to cover a topic I know nothing about. And that is the topic of, you know what, how should you hold crypto? How should you make crypto part of your estate plan? Because there's all kinds of people blasting off that I'm going to buy crypto. Crypto is my exit strategy. I'm going to make all the gobs of money. But you know what? If it's not a part of your estate plan, if you're not holding it correctly, even if you're right and it goes to the moon, you could be wrong if you don't hold it correctly and part of, make it part of your plan. So I come to you to talk about how you should hold crypto, if you make it a part of your plan, how you should make it a part of your estate plan. So uh, good luck with that heavy topic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this is a topic that I don't pretend to be an expert on. Mm-hmm. And I love studying it. And every time I study it and learn about it, I think I retain a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm glad that I've been able to, it's interesting, I've had people come in uh, clients lately with large holdings. So it's, um, it's a work topic. It's, I guess it's a good thing for me to keep learning about and keep exploring because I'm seeing that people have the need for this. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, let me just say real quick, um, I believe going forward, one of the things that I think is going on and I've started to only play with uh, Rylas the last 10 days or so is I think the wealthy define what that ever is to you. I think more and more of them are going, you know what, this dollar thing that, they're denominated in, whether it's real estate, stocks, businesses, maybe is not as uh, comforting as it's been the last 50 years. And I think more and more of them are going to pull a, you know, uh, as all these Morgan, uh, Morgan Stanley just did it, Goldman did it, you know, we're going to move one, two, three percent of their assets to crypto. So folks like you in the estate planning need to talk about this. Uh, because as you know, I told you, I think three weeks ago, I moved 1% of my net worth to crypto as solely an insurance policy uh, because I was losing faith in what was going on with the dollar. Yeah, like it or not, it's becoming mainstream. It's becoming more and more mainstream and the blockchain is not going to go away. Mm-mm. Now this morning, I, I, I thought it was interesting on the, the financial news this morning, how you talked about turkeys. Yeah. You talked about the their... Lira, yeah. their Currency and the reasoning there. So that's just, I feel like that's just one more reason why people might go into crypto. Absolutely. Whatever people's reasoning is, yeah, how do you store that and, and what do you do with it? Mm-hmm. So in estate planning, the way that that works in the legal world, you write contracts, right? Legal agreements, but it's up to a human to, to carry that out. Mm. It's up to some, you know, some human to follow that contract and then people can interpret things differently, right? You know, take a position that, well, I think this means, you know, that, uh, you know, whatever, right? Whoever, whoever's hiring me, whoever, um, <laughs> yeah. you take that side. 
So um, what's really interesting about the blockchain and one of the reasons I've been so fascinated with it is it introduces what's called a smart contract. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the way I understand the blockchain. So one way to think of the blockchain, you know, I don't, I don't want to get super technical today. I just want to talk big picture concepts. Yes. Um, But the way I understand the blockchain, it's basically a ledger system, right? Mm -hmm. A public ledger system. So you can look back in the blockchain and see the transactions that were done. You know, you have your public key in there, which identifies Mm -hmm. when you purchase something. Now, what, what they call a wallet is how do you store your information that's in the blockchain? So your Bitcoins, where are they? You know, your, your cryptocurrency, where is it? Well, technically it's on the blockchain, right? Mm-hmm. And you just need a way to interact with the blockchain and to prove that you own it. Mm-hmm. So what a, let's talk about what a wallet is. So what, what is a wallet? How would you define a wallet? Myself or you? Yeah, I'd, I'd say you, yourself. Well, like cryptocurrency, how would you define a wallet? A, a wallet is basically, in my opinion, again, very, very layman, is, is it is where I store my keys that are the proof of ownership or proof of stake on the blockchain, right? It's my half of that public-private key, if you will, uh, showing my ownership stake, right? It's, it's, yeah, that's what I define it as. Yeah, so, so what a wallet is, I think there's a few parts to it. I, I believe there's three parts to it. So you have mm-hmm. your ID, yep. which is kind of like a public key. And then the second part is you have your public keys mm-hmm. that you use when you do transactions on the blockchain. And then you have your private key. Your private key is the full control over it. Yep. Now, if you use um, a service like, like Coinbase, they provide a wallet for you, but they're actually an exchange. So I think the, the blockchain is still really safe, but, but what's happened is some of these exchanges have been hacked. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of like the first thing you got to look at, you know, so wherever your, your wallet's going to be, if it's on a, an exchange or some sort of service, you got to look at that company because that could be a vulnerability mm-hmm. of your cryptocurrency. Okay. So, so the different types of wallets, so you have, um, so you can have a wallet provided by an exchange and then there's other wallet companies. So I think some of the big ones are called like a trust wallet. Have you heard of that one? No. And then there's some, but, it, but again, these are software companies. So it's going to be online somewhere. So that company could be at risk or your crypto could be at risk if that exchange is hacked or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the, the other step is cold storage. Have you heard of cold storage? Yeah, that's where essentially you're taking it off of the blockchain or the public, you know, via the exchanges and putting it somewhere, you know, theoretically unhackable, right? It's, it's off. But then, you know, there's all kinds of other wrinkles to that, which you'll, which you'll get into. But yes, cold storage is a big deal, especially in Bitcoin, right? The whales that they're talking about, whales moved another 10,000 coins to cold storage. And they're just going to, it's long-term holds is what it is, in my opinion. Right, right. So I, I think that is the purpose of cold storage. That's a safe place for long-term holds. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what I've heard lately in researching this, think of your wallets as like your wallet in your pocket. Like how much cash would you carry around? Yeah. You wouldn't carry around your whole life savings with you mm-hmm. when you go and do transactions. So, you know, most of it should be in, in cold storage, I think is the best planning. And then if you're doing some transactions, you could have 
mount in in a wallet where it's easier to do exchanges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, okay, so how does that fit into your estate plan? Exactly. So, what I've been telling people lately is is cryptocurrency. Crypto, it's kind of like cash, right? It has the same problems as cash in a way okay. where I get clients from time to time where they have a large amount of cash and usually they're kind of nervous to tell me about it. Or like, mm. <laughs> like, hey, I'm on your side. This yeah. is you this, tell this whole attorney's, uh, you know, private, whatever it's called. Confidentiality is a thing for real. <laughs> yeah, the attorney-client privilege. There you go. Yeah, there you That's go. why, you know, that's important. I need to know everything and then yeah. I can can help you and how to deal with it. But but cash brings the same issue. So let's say someone had a large holding of cash, you know, what would you do with that? Mm -hmm. So I guess, you know, the main thing is if you pass away, you want to make sure someone can find it. Yep. Is one thing, right? Sure. And then what do you want to have happen when when the people find it? You know, with Mm -hmm. cash, it's more obvious. Whoever has it can do whatever they want, right? (laughs) Oh, it disappeared. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So in the cash scenario, so if it was a case where, Hey, I have a you know safety deposit box and I have, let's say I have a hundred thousand dollars of cash mm-hmm. and I want it to be split between my, my five kids. Yep. So I've named my oldest and they know what to do. That's what people will tell me a lot. They know what to do. <laughs> sure. They do. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure they know exactly what to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I would say in that situation to kind of mitigate the risk is okay. What I would recommend with that cash again, I'm on your side. I'm not. Um, yeah. I'm not the government. I'm not the bank. But I, right. I would leave some records of it to your, uh, in your trust with your trust records. Okay. So that way, the trustee is liable and accountable mm. for that dollars cash. That makes sense. And it would actually be best to change the the safety deposit box so it's owned by the trust. So the okay. person accessing it, they're access, they're they're getting it in that capacity, in that legal capacity as trustee. That makes sense. Okay. But you need those two things together, right? Because it's mm-hmm. what you said. Oh, it disappeared. Oh, yeah, I found five thousand dollars cash in here. Here yeah. it is, guys. Yeah, I'll, I'll you get one grand each. <laughs> yep. So that's what mom and dad wanted. And I'm gonna follow their wishes. Yeah, twenty percent for everybody. Congratulations. Yep, here you go. <laughs> and, right. and no one would know. Of course. Yeah. So. Crypto is kind of similar. So I had a client recently, um, I've, I've had a few, it's, things always come in a pattern, but, um, but, uh, but one person had a large holding in crypto. He was in a new relationship, not married. He had okay. kids and yeah. his new partner also had children. Okay. So it's like, I want, you know, some things to go to her, but you know, not everything. And yeah. So uh, it, it's interesting. So I'm used to doing, um, you know, designing how we do that with trust and how we set it up with trust. Mm-hmm. But in their case, they had a large holding in crypto. Right. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of like. Yeah. So let me let me kind of summarize where where I think we're at, right? So what I think you're telling me, and again, I'm taking this as consulting for me, frankly, right? So okay, I'm on Coinbase. I don't think that's a secret. That's where I started. It's kind of easy access. You know, at some point in the future, that may grow to be a significant amount where I might want to move it because I'm not a trader. I, I'm not buying anymore or selling anything. It's just there as an insurance policy. But at some point, maybe it gets to a point where I should move it to cold storage, right? It comes off. I now have a wallet somewhere else. I should, um, I should identify that in my trust because, again, my trust was created pre-crypto. It doesn't exist, so I need to update that. And I need to declare... So if so, 
like a safety deposit box idea works for cash, right? You can, I could visually see a hundred grand in the box, right? You open it. Oh, look at that. But crypto is not that way, right? So in this example, let's just, let's just, let's use a hundred grand as the same example, right? Just to keep the story going. Um, and I have one wallet versus potentially having two or three, just one to simplicity. W what should I do? Should I Tell me what. Tell me how I should do that. How does it own by the, the trust? Attorney answer. It's always. It depends. It depends. Right? Of <laughs> course, it does. <laughs> so, so it depends on what you want to have happen. So, like, so your case, you know, where, where you're married, mm -hmm. you have a common child. Yep. You know, there's much risk of you know, you know, leaving your estate. Yeah. Right. Right. So in a situation where you know, I've had um, you know, a few people in the situation where they have um, they, they wanted to go different ways. Okay. So what I've said is you should separate your crypto. So the amount that you ah, want to go to your children. Put that somewhere. Oh, okay. Put, put that somewhere. You can put that in a safety deposit box with okay. your children as a remainder. Got it. And then the part that you want to go to your partner, put that in a different box. That makes sense. That's what I was thinking we were going to get to. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends what you want to do. So if mm -hmm. you... If, there, if there's different people that you want it to go to, then if you can prepare, separate it, it's, then it's yeah, it it's, it's 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 the common thing of prepare early, right? Prepare early, make it easy. Um, you know, uh, I think that's very wise advice. And again, it always depends. Have your conversation with your attorney. So, Rylas, let's make sure we hit this before we run out of time. How can people reach out to you, right, if they want to do estate planning in California, or Arizona? Because there's probably a bunch of people that watch this that haven't thought about how owning and 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 you know they're all talking about crypto going to the moon, but, you know, part of this is you got to have an estate plan. Yeah. So the best way to find me is my website is danalegalhelp.com. So you can go there and um, find our phone number, give us a call. I'll set up a consultation. We can talk about your plan and what's, you know, what, what's best for you. Cause it's a little, you know, depending what your goals are and what, you know, where you want it to go. Mm -hmm. uh, let's add one more wrinkle to this as well. Sure. So what I think is cool about crypto is there's no one controls it, mm -hmm. but if it's sitting in a bank's uh, safety deposit box, that's actually public record, right? Basically, like if you get a judgment, yeah, or something, yeah, pe people can access that. So, so you might not want to keep your whole key in there, right. or even you know, it's just something something to think about. Okay. So if you think that you're you know protected with your crypto. And that no one can figure out that you own it. Uh, think again, because if it's if your keys are in a safety deposit box, um, they probably have some records, or they, they, uh, people can get it. Predators. Um, the other thing as well. So um, uh, I, I lost where I was going, but basically I just said it's that. Oh, here's what I was going to say: your Coinbase or wherever you buy it from, so they can trace your identity that way. Sure. So they can trace your, you know, you have your public keys, but um, if you do a transaction, you know, the banking records are public, right? Mm -hmm. And Coinbase is um, they're yep. under the jurisdiction where all their records are, um, the government has access to that. So. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. So again, folks, this is, this is something to think about. I think there's a lot of talk today about crypto going to the moon. Uh, you know what? You could be right. And if you are, you should really think about the end, right? Which is how you want to have your wealth distributed and maybe part of that or a significant part of that could be crypto. So if you're in California and Arizona, do yourself a favor, reach out to Rylas Dana uh, at Dana Legal Help. 
Uh.com. Did I remember it right? Yep, you got it. You got nice. it. Nice. Woohoo. All right, buddy. Thank you for doing this. It's going to be a lot of fun. As you learn more, we'll talk about this more. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank you. It's going to be fun to watch this topic uh, continue to develop. Absolutely.